Blog Talk Radio. Is that is that Asher? Uh, you're in the background, Lisa. He's a cutie. Yes, he's in the background. He's got this little like toy motorcycle, and he's running all around the house. And I keep trying to sneak upstairs to get some quiet, and he's like, "Nana, <laughs> come back downstairs." <laughs> How cute is he, right? So anyway, I love him. I love hearing stories about him. So, and I'm sure our listeners do as well. So, hey, I'm glad we're here today. And um, you had a great idea for this show because I think it affects everybody. Uh, I know in the U.S. and I'm sure worldwide. So, share with us what we're going to talk about today because it, it was your idea, great idea, by the way. Again, I'm tell you that. So, well, thank you, but I can't take all the credit. So, I was listening to Joyce Meyer and the Talk It Out podcast that she has with three other girls that are in her ministry. And the topic that they were discussing was lies. Like, how do we work through lies that we are telling ourselves or that other people tell us about ourselves? And, you know, we're going to, of course, you and I all have a more detailed discussion about it, but I thought, you know, that is so true, that we live our lives on a daily basis thinking and believing so much negativity about ourselves and it's not true so right. you know when I heard that you know and I was talking to you about it the other day I thought gosh you know we could totally have a, a pretty deep discussion or just a general discussion about all of that so thank you for agreeing to have that as a topic yes yeah, so I'm going to say this in the beginning uh, it's Joyce Myers Talk it out, and it's an app you can listen to because I, I, you sent the podcast to me. I listened to it. I forwarded it out to a couple of people, and uh, one of them are, is in a 30-year-old relationship of an abusive relationship. She just recently left her spouse, and this is freeing for her. So um, thank you. Good. And so Talk It Out by and Joyce Myers, um, and the women that are on our panel are all different ages, okay? So you get three different ages and, and perspectives. So, and she's a minister, so that's a good thing. Um, you know, so you, you, nothing, all, everything's always good, I say, when you put God in it, right? So, and then ask him for his help and believe him. <laughs> How do you see that? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, so what's the, you know, I've had a, some things with that myself. You know, believing lies, okay, from, we, we get that when we're kids. I mean, I mean, uh, as a kid, did you ever feel like you weren't good enough? You know, uh, this young lady I'm talking about, she heard it from her father and then her husband, right? Her father thought she wasn't good enough, and then her husband, uh, you know, said the same thing. And, um, you know, too. And uh, so have you ever had anything like that or uh, with with any relatives or friends or family or, your, you know, um, for you personally? You know, for me personally, growing up, I was very much loved by my family and my mother and grandparents. Um, but what really, if, if I think back on the lies that I believed is when I was going through adolescence, I had okay. cystic acne. And I think we've talked about this on the show, I can't remember, but I had cystic acne and it was not pretty. I mean, it wasn't just a regular, you know, pimple here and there. I mean, it was pretty bad. And I was taking some medication, topical medication, and I had to apply it to my face, you know, to try to 
get rid of the acne. And I remember the guys in my class would make fun of me. Number one, I was the tallest girl in the class, and my face would oh, wow. turn red because of the medication. And they would always make fun of me and tell me that I was like a telephone pole with an apple on top. Oh. And I, I remember going home and just crying that I didn't feel I was good enough because of what I was going through. And then it continued on into my freshman year in high school, and I had this major crush on a guy that was a year older than me. And I was at my locker freshman year, and it was right before the homecoming dance, and he came up to me and said, and not a quote, but pretty much he said to me, you know, nobody's going to ask you to the homecoming dance with that shit all over your face. And that, that was pretty much a quote. So I always felt like I was never that pretty girl that would get asked to dances. I was never going to be on the homecoming court. I was never going to be a prom queen. I just didn't have the confidence in myself to get out in the world or at least through middle school and high school to feel good about how I looked. So I always thought that I looked less than everybody else. And that was really, really hard for me because then I believed it. I believed it all through high school years, into college. Um, It really wasn't until I was well into my 30s that I really felt confident in who I was. So, you know, I think we all have a similar story, you know, not the exact same situation, but you know, we all have something in our lives that made us feel like, you know, the lies that we're being told, you know, like I wasn't pretty enough or, you know, somebody else might have thought, well, you're too tall, you're not slender enough or, you know, you're too heavy or, you know, what have you. Like I developed very quickly. I, you know, for those of you that are listening that are female, it's like I developed very quickly and I Me too. I hear had <laughs> So, you know, it was just like all of these things that were happening during those adolescent years, which I think are either gonna make or break somebody. And it's sad to think that it could break a person. But that that was my experience and I'm I'm very grateful for my family and close friends that did show me love and really encouraged me to be who I was despite the challenges I was going through. So it was a lie that I lived with for a long time. I don't know. I don't right. mean, I'm sure you have a story too. Yeah, we, we all do. And I'll share mine in a minute, but um, thank you. That's, that's huge. By the way, I was the tallest girl in my, in my uh, fourth grade class. Okay. And I think one of the tallest in my fifth, and then that turned around. Um, I'm 5'3 today. How tall are you? You're about my height, I think, if I remember correctly. Um, I'm a little taller. I'm 5'7". Oh, you're 5'7". Sorry, sorry, sorry. So you're 5'7". You're okay. But, yeah, but, uh, you know, you were never going to be this gargantuan tall woman, right? And uh, you, grew, you grew really quickly, and then you didn't grow after that, I'm sure. I'm assuming something like right. that, right? So. 
Yeah, yeah. same here. And uh, and uh, I developed quick. I developed early. And uh, gosh, I remember that. You know, you guys stop you, but they're all older. I was not. You know, I mean, they're they're in their late teens or early teens. I mean, you know what I mean, like sixteen to eighteen. And I was I was like eleven, twelve. And uh, and that was just I didn't like it. And uh, um, you know, and then my mom. I remember seeing her, and she goes, don't worry. When you get older, they'll go down. I was like, no, they won't. She goes, yes, they will. Mine did. And, uh, and she's right. You know, uh, now I'm not, I'm not nearly like that at all. And I'm, I'm glad that I have healthy, a healthy body, healthy breasts, because I know last month was breast awareness, if I'm not mistaken. And, um, yes. you know, so, yeah. So, uh, but uh, my mom made me feel better about that that kind of stuff um and because uh, i never believed it would happen to me because she's crazy i didn't get that gene but i did and uh yeah. you know so um you know to be very what do they call it now i remember in high school somebody said you're very voluptuous i was like whatever what's that mean <laughs> <laughs> you don't use the word voluptuous in high school you know you just don't he was one of my classmates but uh um yeah so Anyway, I I remember people making fun of me because of that. And I went to a Christian school. I was made to go uh, when I was uh, in fifth grade. And my mom, my parents put me in there because I had just been diagnosed with diabetes, um, you know, and they didn't, they didn't want me to, um, they didn't want to put me in a public school. I was a little girl when I got diabetes. And so uh, I was going into fourth grade, no, coming, going in, it doesn't matter. I was really young. I was I was way before teenage years, and uh, um, and I just uh, was a little girl, and I went in there, and and it was very hard because, uh, uh, you know, I remember being in the bathroom with some of the girls from from the Christian school, and they were making fun of me and telling me that I let boys touch my breast, and these are a little bit older, oh. along with some, and yeah, I mean, I didn't understand that, right? And, uh, but it, it builds the inferiority complex. That's going to hurt it. Inferiority complex inside of you. And, uh, um, because I'm this, I'm this kid, right? It's a little girl, you know? Um, and, uh, so that was a hard thing for me. And, um, I'm going to take it here if it's okay, if you don't mind. Um, because this, this is something, um, Joyce Meyer says that when you want to know the deceit, that you've experienced in your life, okay? Like what we're talking about is lies that people told us, right? That they projected mm-hmm. onto us. And when you were, when you were like uh, eight to, to eleven years old, 10, 10 years old, a lot of stuff that you hear will stay with you forever. I mean, it's like imprinted on you. And um, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, so she said to ask to ask to see the deceit that that's been projected on you, you meaning me, you whoever. Um, whether it's by yourself because you believe something, um, you know, that you put projected onto you or somebody else is projected onto that, and that's a lie that you believe. And it's a lie. It's a deceit, a not truth. And she says, ask God to show that to you. And, um, and you know, and I was like, okay. So um, about two weeks ago, um, I, you know, I was asking uh, God, I said, I want to see why I'm, I have this relationship um, you know, in the person in my life, and I, you know, I said that, and uh, I said, show me, and so he, God showed me, and um, 
I'm going to take it back to where I was at. So this is, I mean, you guys, I'm telling you some stuff that's not pretty, those who are listening to it now or listening to it later. Uh, I was, um, I felt that it was my fault that I got diabetes, that I was made to go to this type of school. I couldn't go to school dances. I couldn't, you know, you know how you have these little, little uh, school dances, you know, whether you're, you're five or 10 or 15 or whatever. You have these little school music classes. They have them there a lot of times. And I wasn't allowed to do that. We weren't allowed to listen to secular music. You, I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but that's a very traditional born-again uh, situation. And I thought that I must have done something really wrong by getting diabetes to be able to have to do this and live this way. And I remember that the minister's son, who was also a minister, got diabetes, which is unusual because he was older. You know, he was in his 20s. And uh, he got diabetes, and, and I had it. I was like, well, that I go, I must be really bad if I'm getting the same thing he has. And <laughs> so uh, he's getting the same thing I have, whatever. But I felt it was my fault, and I had carried that around for with me since I was a, a little girl, well below my teenage years, as I said. And, um, um, and that was hard. And I realized that. And so now I'm, I'm like, wow. It was very freeing because it just happened. I got the answer to that a few days ago and uh, why it was there. And I have, I'm freeing myself of that. I'm free from that. And so any of those who are out there now, I, and Lisa will bring, bring this home again, I'm sure. But um, when you have something that doesn't serve you, right, it keeps you from experiencing true joy and happiness. You know, I never experienced that with my body. I, I never did, like, in the sense of being happy with it. Um, I always thought I was uh, uh, too fat. Now, my parents helped with that situation because they were so afraid of me gaining weight as a, as a diabetic or having diabetes. And um, they, that they, uh, you know, would make me weigh on the scale. And if I gained weight, they would ground me. And I look at myself where I was at, and I wasn't a bit fat, okay? Now I had, I was, what do you call voluptuous when I was a certain little girl. Um, but I think that that was their insecurities, you know, about, uh, about everything. And, you know, and um, they wanted me to be healthy and perfect, and I get that. But I wasn't. Who is? Right? And um, so not until we get to heaven land, then we can be as perfect as we want, right? And uh, um, with our heavenly body. But that was a hard one, Lisa. That was something that just came up now. And it's been, oh, no, I'm just going to cry. It has been one of those um, tear-jerking, um, releasing, because I don't want to hold on to anger too much of that. And so I said, okay, God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, and all the angels, I need you to help me let this go and, and forgive who I need to forgive. And, uh, and, and that's, that's what I'm in the process of doing um, because a lot of this comes from control, uh, from, you know, from your, you know, an adult in your life, I think, or adults in your life, okay? Maybe a sibling, maybe a parent, maybe an aunt, uncle, I don't know, grandparent. It doesn't matter because they, they come in all forms and shapes and relationships and sizes. So um, uh, I recognize that and I am free of that. Now, it's taken me a little bit of time to assimilate that because, you know, you get mad, and that's okay to be mad, I believe. And uh, don't live in madness. Well, you can, you can always be crazy. Live in craziness. That's good because you get a lot done when you're crazy and having fun. Um, I'm teasing about that, but not really. You know what I mean. Uh, but 
that's something that uh, has made such an impact on me because I asked for it about two weeks ago, and I got the answer quickly. Because when you ask, God will give it to you. He'll give you your answer. God and Jesus, Holy Spirit, all the angels, I promise you they, they will. And sometimes I think it's easier if you can ask God and you always get an answer. But sometimes we can hear the, uh, uh, listen to the angels and they help us build a bridge to God. Um, you know, because God's, God's vibration is very high and he, he, we're his children. Um, but sometimes it's a little easier, I think, to talk to angels at first. That was for me, but not necessarily for others. I, I know my parents, my mom and dad talked to God right away. Uh, I, I, but I think that sometimes you can help the angels. The angels can help you build a bridge to the Holy Trinity um, and uh, if you like. Uh, that's not necessary, but it's there. Um, but I tell you something right now. When you find your freedom, what a joy! And you realize that you're okay for being for being uh, being who you are. And and God told me a couple of weeks ago, or about a month, two couple of months ago, that I was supposed to work with diabetics with a new diet, and because they've got some really um, game changer stuff that they're working with now, that's working for me, and and I want to help others. Um, but if I hadn't got this truth that I recently experienced, I don't think that I could, I, I think that that's one of the reasons why um, I haven't been healed or allowed myself to be healed yet, you know, however that happened, because I needed to know that truth. And uh, and the truth will set you free, and it really does. So that's my, my story. I didn't mean to take so much time, um, but it's, you know, but as for what's the, what the deceit is in your life, you know, and I promise you, God will show you. And if you if you have a hard time with that, that's the angels to show you through God. And an angel will do that with God. You know, you're never by yourself. I I feel that way. Is, do you feel that way, Lisa? Is that okay to say to you? Because I know you and I talked about it. Oh, absolutely. And you know, I I have to emphasize with you, Therese, for what you went through as a child, and that you know, the pressure that you experienced and it's unfortunate that there are parents out there or, you know, mentors or people that these kids look up to that really put more pressure on the children as they're aging than they should, you know, trying to motivate them in other ways. So I, I give you a lot of credit that you were able to overcome the challenges that you did growing up and look where you are today. So definitely pat yourself on the back. And I do completely believe in guidance from God and the angels through all of this. And, of course, it's always like the, um, what is it, woulda, coulda, shoulda. So if I only would have then, you know, about what God and the angels can do for us that I know now would have definitely helped me even more so through my own adolescent challenges and your challenges. So, you know, the message that I I really want to share today is going back to the topic of our discussion, not believing all the lies, don't. Don't believe the negative comments or the negative attitude that you may be receiving from those in your circle, those in your extended circle, those in your family, because you are who you are. And Joyce Meyer will say this all the time, you know, God made us all 
as an individual. There's nobody that's exactly alike. Even twins have differences. So we are definitely unique in who we are, and we were made this way for a reason and for a purpose. So don't, don't be so hard on yourself when people start saying things to you that are negative or allowing you to believe the negativity. We are here to encourage you to move forward in a positive way and to look at yourself every single day as somebody that has been given this life in this world for a reason and for a purpose. And I do That's firmly right. believe that with every ounce of, of air in my body. I agree with you on that, too, as well. And one of the things, too, is I, I believe that God uh, gave me this, this, this illness and uh, um, this disease uh, so I could learn and help others with it. And, but I had to help myself first, and that's what I'm doing, done. And uh, um, I remember being a little girl. And uh, getting ready to take a shower, and, and God said to me, he goes, I'm going to heal you one day. And I've told this story before. One day to a kid, little girl, little boy, means forever. <laughs> when is Christian yeah. tomorrow? Oh, forever, you know. Um, but I also, there was also some uh, some things in that, that story that, that, that surprised me this week. But I remember feeling so guilty because I had it. I must have did something wrong. And uh, anybody that knows this, when you get type 1, which I, which I have, and it's leaving, by the way, which I'm excited about, when you get type 1, it is not, it is not something that you cause. It is your body, uh, your body um, I'm going to use the word malfunctioning, because it does, it malfunctions, um, you know, and, uh, and that's what happens. And that's something that I couldn't control, uh, nor was I supposed to control, except control my blood sugars, which has made it a heck of a lot easier these days to do. And I'm super grateful for that. And, um, yeah, I am. So that's, that's what I'm, I'm doing. And, uh, uh, and, I'm, and I'm pleased with my results. But I got to tell you something. I wanted to know why I, why I had a relationship in my life and did not understand why it was the way it was. And when I asked for that, and I got the answer, and I'm going to tell you how the answer came. Uh, a friend of mine called me, and she's extreme. I didn't tell this part. She's extremely psychic, and, and uh, she has a gift from God. And so she says, I got this. I need you to know this. I don't know why I'm supposed to tell you this. And she was like, wow, I know why. And I had asked for that two weeks ago. And she just told me um, a couple of nights ago. So anyway, um, it is freeing, but there is a part of you that is so used to living with something. You're like, wow, um, how, how, how do I do now? You know, what do I do now? How do I accept all this newfound freedom? And it is freeing to be, to realize something that you, that is uh, almost like a part of your DNA, you know? So um, maybe it is on some level. I don't know. Uh, so anyway, um, but growing is always good. And um, and wanting to know why something is, God will always give you a reason. You just got to be patient sometimes. And um, I understand now why I've had to wait all this time to be healed rather than get it when I was a little girl. I needed to understand some things that I probably would have never understood and would have been deeper pain for me. 
if I didn't get it, get because I'm in the process of it now, getting it now. And I'm grateful for that. I really am. And I never thought I would say that uh, because remember, when you got to, I'll give it to you someday. <laughs> I'm like, someday I'll be old by that time. I'll be 13. I'll be really old then. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, um, anyway, yeah, so that's it. But I do know that um, God wants to, you know, God, God and Jesus and Holy Spirit and all the angels, they want to have a relationship with us. And they don't want, I mean, doctrine is good because you get doctrine in the Bible, but they want to have a personal relationship with us. And, um, you know, I was talking to a client of mine. She's becoming a friend, which a lot of my clients do. And so she said, she goes, Marie, you talk to God like I do. Hey, God, it's, it's me and, you know, and her name. I, and I'm going to call her, I'm gonna call her Susie today. Me and Susie, we're here. We want to talk to you. And uh, all your angels and Jesus and Holy Spirit, she doesn't believe in Jesus and Holy Spirit. I said, Jesus and Holy Spirit, she wants to get to know you too. So I said, right? And I, I Susie, she goes, yeah, I want to get to know you too. And she goes, and, and uh, I said, I would pick my birthday if I were you <laughs> to bring you a birthday present. Anyway, so uh, we laughed about that. But, um, uh, you know, they, they want to have a personal relationship, a personal friendship with us. You can trust and, and you can and and a respectful relationship, you know, as we would with any of our friends. And um so that's important and I think. And so instead of having one of just doctoring, you know, where we, we go we gotta do things, this is the way it's always done. Find a relationship with God and the angels and Holy Spirit and Jesus that are they'll be your friends and I promise you, I promise you, I mean that with everything inside of me. You're gonna you're gonna get so much in return I, when you ask for that, and um, you know, uh, yeah, that's that. What do you think, Lisa? Being being friends with God and the angels and Jesus and Holy Spirit. Do, do you like that idea? I know you are. I believe you are. I don't want to project oh. on you. So. Oh no, you're absolutely right, and I love it. You know, I I have you know made this comment several times before that my my relationship with God and the angels and my spirituality has definitely strengthened um, over the past few years. And as sad as it is for me to say and to admit it, that it took a pretty decent challenge in my life for me to really rely on my spirituality. Not that I was never um, of faith, not that I ever strayed from my belief system, but because of the challenges that I have been facing and to a degree continue to face, my, um, my love for God and the angels, my trust in them, it get, just gets stronger every single day. And I, I do find a sense of peace and comfort with that. You know, just like you said, mm-hmm. you know, your relationship with them, you know, and where it has come over the years, it's just there's a sense of, of peace that comes with it. And I, I really can't stress enough for our listeners that if they're in a situation where they are constantly being told they are less than or not good enough, that that is definitely a lie. And you need to really pretty much pull up your pant legs and put those straps on and believe that who you are is who you were meant to be. 
and that God and the angels are with you. They are supporting you. They are encouraging you. We are here. Tari and I are here to encourage you and support you. Um, everybody's situation is different, but everybody does have a story, and everybody has a challenge in their life. So, you know, we are here to just continuously remind everybody, including ourselves, you know, these conversations help me too, and I know that they help you, you know, that we are here to help and support each other through all times, good and bad, but especially when they're negative, you know, that we are here to support everybody and just don't let your guard down just be who you are be proud of who you are go through life with your head held high and keep that positive attitude of that god made you who you are for a reason and that to me is the biggest message that i personally can take away from this discussion today me too. And uh, all those who are listening now or later, yeah. So, um, like I said, if you want to reach out, because at least I'm going to get an app where we can put our podcast on there. They'll go on the there, like uh, Joyce and, and Dean, uh, uh, you know, people, ministers have that, that app, and I'm going to do that for, for angel coaches. And, and uh, I'm getting ready to start a new channel, uh, YouTube channel. Um, angel Coaches has theirs, has ours. Um, but I want to do one with uh, working with diabetics and, and helping them uh, to to have the best health ever because they've got game-changer things now um, that they didn't have before. And I'm super excited. I'm super excited about it. So we're going to be on next week. Uh, hopefully we'll be on next Tuesday. The weather was really, really bad this week for us down here in South Florida. Uh, so it looks like it's getting ready to rain again. It hasn't rained since this morning. So anyway, um, but I'm glad that I was here today and uh, and being able to talk to you. And Lisa, it was wonderful working with you. Thank you so very much. So anyway. Oh, you're um, welcome. And thank you. And everybody stay safe. Those of you that are going through the Nicole little hurricane and anybody that's experiencing some really dust, you know, bad weather, we're thinking of you and keeping you in our prayers just to stay safe. Yes. And I'm into that. All right, everybody. Take care. God bless. And uh, we will see you next week, next Tuesday. (laughs) All right, everybody. Bye-bye now. Bye.